Hello everyone, it's Pastor Rod here and we're talking about igniting or reigniting in the Holy Spirit. It's February 2022 and we're talking about the Holy Spirit's work in us and the Holy Spirit fanning into flame the gifts and the passion and the vision and the, come on, everything's up in God, up in God, up in the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, give God a big praise. And what's we're talking about reigniting. I, I, you know, I just used to love as a, a teenage boy at the beach at night uh, when we were allowed to in Australia, have a little fire and the fire's going down and put some more wood on the fire and poof, starts to reignite. And um, it, it's a good, when fire is good, it's really good. When fire in its right place, it should be uh, continually going on. Now, I used to be a fireman. Did you know that? Did you know I used to be a fireman rod and uh, I remember I went to fireman school for three months and uh, I loved fireman school with all the other young fire uh, recruits and um, actually at fire school uh, uh, two things happened one bad and one good the bad thing was I actually really hurt myself and my ribs I was running with a hose and I ran into something and um, not good and uh, not not good in front of your 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 superiors and the uh, the older firemen and everyone I, I turned around please help me and they're all laughing and <laughs> like nobody does that that's the bad thing the good thing was I came top of my class yay yay come on give me a give, give me a give me something anyway uh, <laughs> But at fireman school, I did learn a lot. And you learn this about fire. There's three things that put out a fire. They're very, very simple. You, less heat, less oxygen, and less burnable material. One of those three or all of those three puts the fire out. So you gotta you know, put the fire extinguisher on it or something, heat down. Um, a certain chemical fire extinguisher, oxygen, out. Take away the material and so the fire goes out and so when we talk about that that's bad fire the, the firemen fighting bad fires but when it comes to God and the concept of fire we learn that God's fire doesn't hurt us or destroy us it is continual perpetual powerful reigniting fire that we need to pursue so if we just reverse the fireman lessons where we want the fire to the good fire to go up we need more heat we need more breath more oxygen refresh come on that's our theme this year more more oxygen and more burnable material which is our hearts more more given over to god that boom god's fire can touch our hearts a couple of quick quick scriptures here about about god number number one hebrews 12 29 it says god is a consuming fire god is continually moving burning empowering it firing up igniting it's the nature of god to to, to bring fire. In fact, the closer we get to God's fire, the more we get on fire, good fire. The more we get closer to God, we get more of His vision and power and, 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 and love for life and love for people, right? We're, we're firing up and, and the more we move away from God, we fire down, heat down, heart down. And, and, and we, we, as we, we step away from God, we get colder. And so there's, life is full of this up and down motion God is calling us into the fire with Him. God wants us to get close. And during this pandemic, there have been some people who have stepped away or, or with the hard, hard situations or being around 
some negative situations. I don't know what. Life, life goes on. There's no judgment on that, but it's just where people are right now. Some people have stepped out. My advice is just make a new decision to step back in. Amen. Amen. Just make a new decision right now in front of the, your TV or phone or wherever you are to say, I actually want to come back to God. I want to come back to heat. I want to come back to breath. I want to come back to life in God. Just make that decision to step back in because God is a consuming fire, continually burning. We just need to get closer. And this is what Jesus said in Matthew 12, 20, speaking about the nature of God. It says, a, a bruised reed he will not break. So a, a tender uh, bit of plant, God, when he sees it, he's not going to say, that's weak. That's that's ridiculous. No, he's going to come and say, I will care and I will, I will help until that bruised reed becomes healed. And then Jesus said, in a, a smoldering wick, he will not snuff out. Talking about a candle or a lamp with a, a wick, a burning wick, and it's, it's burning low. It's, it's either because the wick is dirty or it's out of oil, but for something is going wrong and it's getting lower and lower. What will God do with that person? What would Jesus do with that person? Well, it says this, the wick going out, he's not going to go and blow it out. He's not going to go, you're low, go away. No, he's going to say, you're low. Can we breathe again? Come on. Can we, can we fire up again? The heart of Jesus is to blow not it out, but to blow it up. Or not, let me rephrase that. Not blow it up, but to, to, to ignite it back into flame back into power, back into vision. Come on, people. The heart of God as we get closer in worship, in reading His Word, of saying, I haven't read the Word for a while. I'm going to reread. God doesn't want to blow us out and say, where have you been? He wants to, to blow into us. So we reignite with the passion and the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're going to read a story from Exodus chapter 3. And this is a story of Moses and we love this story. It's a, Mo, Moses is now 80 years old. He's an older person. And I just praise God for our older people in Lifehouse that love the Lord. And, and they're, a, they're a, a real honor uh, to, 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 to God and uh, uh, people with graying hair who love the Lord. Come on. But, but, but Moses at 80 was a reasonably good guy. He was a really good guy, actually. But he had done something wrong when he was 40. And he was living in the pain of 40 years of regret and shame. He killed a person when he was 40 in the country of Egypt. He was a prince there, had to run for his life. And for the last 40 years, he's in the desert doing pretty okay, but with shame. Pretty good, but with regret. And so he marries a lovely lady called Zipporah, and he has a, a little boy called Gershom. And um, it shows the pain, because Gershom means foreigner. And he said, you know, I, I, I was in Egypt and now I'm in this, this land here, pr probably was Saudi Arabia, that area, very close to Israel. And um, he says, I call my son foreigner. That shows his pain. And it probably wasn't good for him to call his son um, like, I I'm in pain and I'm a foreigner. But that's what he did. And, and so in that moment where he's a, a, he's a shepherd, he cares for the sheep, he cares for his wife, he, he surely cares for his kids. And, and in that situation, we read this story. He's 80. He feels his life is maybe over, that, that what God could call him to was not going to happen. He was low wick. He was going out. 
when we read this story of fire, when we read the story of reigniting. You ready? Here we go. Now, Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the, the mountain of God. It's just, it's just a, a scene. Sheep are here. Let's go here. It was a normal thing to do, probably a yearly um, uh, trek with the sheep. And all of a sudden, something happened. Verse 2, there was the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. The angel of the Lord is a picture of God. It's God's presence on the earth. Some people see it as a pre-incarnation picture of Jesus, the, the, the second person of the Godhead appearing on earth in some visible form that all of a sudden Moses sees two things. He sees the fire and he sees the angel. He sees the fire and he sees the angel from within a bush. Now, this bush is an ordinary bush in a desert place. And the picture is ordinary. And on an ordinary day, in an ordinary season, God shows up. Come on. God just turns up again because he's a consuming fire, right? He just, Moses is 80 and God says, I'm going to show up right here in your backyard, right here in your place. And so the, 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 um, the, the thing is an opportunity. It's an opportunity for, for Moses. And Moses thought, hmm, I'm going to go over and see this strange sight. Or another translation is this great sight, this, this, this amazing sight, this weird but amazing thing. Why the bush does not burn up? Now, in desert areas, it's not unusual for bushes to burn. It can burn with a lightning strike or something. It's not like impossible. But what happened was this bush is burning, but it's not burning out. It's burning, but it's not burning up. It's burning, but it's not getting black and dying. This bush is living in the middle of a living God. It's an incredible thing. And it says that Moses said, this is weird. This is strange. This is great. This is great. And all of a sudden, his heart is drawn to a new event on an ordinary day, right? So he says, I'm going to go over. And it says in verse 4, when the Lord saw he had gone over to look. In other words, when God is looking and he sees any heart that moves to him, God moves to them. Amen. Whenever you move to God, God will move to you. God is not moving away from you saying, oh, you did something wrong 40 years ago, Moses. What are you coming near? No, no. God is, is drawing the heart of anyone and he's wanting to speak. He's wanting to draw and to speak because the very next words that God says to him is Moses, Moses. Wow. You know, when God speaks our name, that, that is another whole subject. But when God speaks our name, it's never with anger. He's not going, Moses, Moses, why did you do that 40 years ago? Moses, what are you doing here? No, no, it's a drawing. It's like a parent's word. Like, um, you know, when my little boys were, 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 when my boys were little, they're not little now, uh, you know, Monty, Monty, Richie, Richie. So the, the concept is not to, to speak in a way that pushes away, but to speak in a way that draws in, 
to draw us in. So when we move to God, what's that? That's strange. That's big. That's new. That's we read something in the word and we're going, whoa, that's amazing. I remember that. God spoke that. Yes, I hear a message. Yes, that was that. Any movement to God, God moves to us. Any movement. Now, God did the, did the initial bush thing and the fire thing to draw. And God does that to draw us. But we need to respond. And when he responds, it's the words that Moses wants to hear God say, his name. Be like God saying, Rod, Rod, in a way that is warm and drawing and reaffirming and fatherly. Good father saying, Rod, Rod, Moses, Moses, it's so glad to see you. And so, and Moses says, I, here I am. <laughs> what do you say to God when he calls you? Uh, uh, here, here, sir. Um, I don't know. I'm, 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 uh, uh, did you call me? Was it, was it me? There's no other Moses around. It's me. It's me. And so Moses is saying, here I am. I'm here. And God says to him, don't come any closer. Take off your sandals for the place you're standing in is holy or special ground. Now, this doesn't mean that Moses did anything wrong. It, it, what, what is happening here is just very much part of Asian culture. Um, I live in Japan. I've lived here for 20 years. I lived in Thailand four years and the Philippines one year. And one of the things of Asia is when you go to someone's house, you take off your shoes. It's just a thing. And I think this shows part of the God understanding of humanity. And I'm sure back here it would have been the same. Going into tents, you would have taken off your, your dirty sandals. And so taking off your shoes here is not something weird, strange, religious. It's actually very natural. It's coming home. When you come home, you take your shoes off in what we call the genkan here in, in Japan, the, 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 the first part of the house, the threshold, the first step. You take your shoes off and it's an act of respect and it's an act of cleanness and it's an act of just normal culture. So take off your shoes. What is God saying to Moses? He's saying right here, right now, this is home. In the desert with the sheep, with all your shame, with all your baggage, with all your stuff, welcome home. So it's not a take off your shoes moment. It's a take off your shoes moment. You get it? It's not a, hey, you, you've done wrong. Take off your shoes because this is a holy place. No, no, it's a, you're in the house of God all of a sudden, Moses. You might feel shame, but welcome home. You might feel regret, but it's time to change. You see, God is, is inviting into his house. Now, where is the house of God? Well, it's wherever we meet with God. I've met with God in, in, in while surfing or on a beach or hiking or at home and on my bed, on my bike. You know, we meet God, wherever we meet God, God says it's holy ground. It's, it's just right there, holy ground. That's what journaling is, friends. Journaling is holy ground. It's just saying, God, would you speak to me? Reading a bit of God's word, just a couple of verses, five minutes, whatever. And God speaks. That moment just became a holy moment, a special moment. See, holy doesn't mean we have a face and a ooh and a voice. And a <laughs> holy is a recognition that God is with us now, right now. Take off your shoes. I'm with you and you are with me. And verse 6, and he said, this is what God says, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. In other words, I'm the God of generations. Here in Japan, we've been pastoring for 20 years. We've got all generations now. We started with the university generation. They've grown up and had families and kids and 
Now we're getting older people and getting younger people. Now we're multi-generational. We didn't start that way as a baby church, but we've grown into generations. And God's work all over the world, God wants to say, I've been working in your country for generations. In Japan or Hong Kong or Indonesia or India or wherever you're from, God has been working in the generations for this moment, for right now, for you to inherit whatever is there. And, 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 and all of a sudden, God starts speaking about purpose, about, about Moses going back to what he left behind. And, and it, 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 it's, it's an incredible moment where, where God just starts sharing his heart and, and says at this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. And the Lord said, I've seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned for their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with mm, milk and honey, pretty wild Wild bee honey. Sounds great, right? The home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jezerites. So, so Jebusites. So, so God is saying, I'm here today, Moses, because of you. But I'm here because of vision. Because you have to accomplish the work that I put you on the world to do. You see, when God speaks to us and the fire starts igniting us and our heart starts moving and God starts moving and there's a fire, what happens is heat is up heat is up, oxygen is up, and material for God to burn in is up. And this is Moses right now. There is a flame up. There is a, a reignition of vision. God starts speaking vision and purpose. And friends, you've got two big days in your life, the day you were born and the day why you know why you were born. The day you were born called your birthday and the day when you know why you are on this planet. It's called purpose. And all of a sudden, God speaks over purpose, Moses, purpose. And Moses, Moses is going to start saying, I can't do it in a moment. We're not going to read that part. But right now, God is bringing back purpose in the fire, purpose in the heat, purpose in the refreshing oxygen. And that's the moment of this year, friends. We're here. We're going to believe for God for heat up, oxygen up and our burnable material, our hearts up. God, have more of me. Have more as you speak to me through your word, through your Holy Spirit, through worship, through through giving and forgiving and, and living and, and living with, with our relationships and, and, and everything's up. The heat's up. The, oh, the oxygen is up. The burnable material is, have my heart, Lord, have it. And Moses had a choice right now and he's about to go back and do what God says. Isn't that amazing? But I'm going to finish off the story. It says, just on the end of that story, it says, so now go. God says, verse 10, now go. Basically, the, the original language is come, come to me and go. Come, get refreshed and go. Come and get your heat up and go into vision, into mission, into life, into purpose. Friends, when we move to God, we get refreshed in the passion of the Holy Spirit. I'm sending you to bring my people out of Egypt. That's the end of the Moses story here. Just a, a couple of other scriptures as we, we talk about the power of the New Testament. We'd already said that Jesus said that, that God will not blow out a little wick that's going out. He's going to bring it back to life. So let's have a look at a couple of scriptures about the fire. Amen. 
Luke 3.16. John the, John the Baptist answered them all, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I will come, the straps of whose sandals I'm not worthy to untie. And he, speaking of Jesus, he will baptize you, immerse you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Here is a New Testament picture of this Moses experience. This fire is for all of us, friends. It's not just for amazing Moses or amazing Abraham or amazing whoever, Peter or John. It's for us too, this baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. Holy Spirit, fill me, fill me with your presence and your fire, your fire, your fire. This, this, was, this was shown on the, 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 the day of Pentecost, Acts 2, verse 1 to 4. It says, when the day of Pentecost came, that's 50 days after the crucifixion and 47 days after the resurrection of Jesus. It's, it's just, that's the timeline. 47 days after the resurrection. They're all together in one place, about 120. Suddenly, boom, sound, sound like the, the blowing of a, a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And then they saw what seemed to be, it looked like tongues of fire, licks of fire, flames of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. Every one of us and you can experience the flame of the Holy Spirit. All the 120, no one missed out from the oldest to the youngest, from the most whatever leadership to the newest believer. They all got the same experience of the fire of the Holy Spirit. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. This was a moment of power, of fire. This is the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. It happened to them and it can happen to us. And it can happen over and over and over and over. And my last scripture, 2 Timothy 1.6, for this reason, says Paul to young Timothy the pastor, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. So Paul is saying to Timothy, who's a good guy, he's a great pastor. Paul says, hey, Timothy, Timothy, word to the wise, fan into flame. So as I finish, how do we get more heat? How do we get more oxygen? How do we get more burn and more material? Well, it's just decisions. It's a decision to say, God, have my heart. And, and you know, that, that shame on Moses was burnt up by the fire and the regret was burnt up. And, and the stuff on our lives can be burnt up, burnt up. The, 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 the pain, the memories, the things we did wrong or the things that happened to us and we were a victim. God is able to bring healing fire into our life. And I'm going to pray for that in a moment, for the healing fire and the fire of passion to come on our lives. Because I believe it. I believe today as we reignite and say, have my material, have my heart, then God is able to do more fire activities in our lives. I, I became a believer at 19 and I received the fire. And I've, I've received the fire uh, day after day after month after month for 42 years. I still receive the fire right now. You can too. Decision to say, God, fill me. God, speak to me through your word. God, I forgive, I release, I love, I worship. And none of that is through fear. None of that is through um, duty. It's the love of coming closer to the beautiful fire of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Lord, I pray that we would make that decision to lean into you 
and into the fire. Fire of passion, fire of vision, fire of cleansing, fire of healing, fire of the Holy Spirit. I pray you'd, you'd be on us and in us and we give our material, our hearts to you afresh, afresh. We'd step towards you right now. Every person hearing would maybe make that decision to lean in, step forward and say, Lord, touch my heart, touch our family, touch our church, touch me, touch vision and passion in Jesus' name. And any smoldering wicks there are people feeling the pain. I pray for the fire of healing in the Holy Spirit right now to start and continue till that thing is burnt up and people are living free to live the life that you have for them. Blessings on the people in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give God a big praise. And Jesus died and rose again that we could have this free fire, free fire, the fire of heaven. You could have it right now. It could burn up your sin, forgive you, release you from sin, uh, pain, shame, whatever it is. And if you would like to receive Jesus or you'd like to come back, you're one of those smoldering wick people that God loves right now. Would you step back? I'm going to count to three and I'm going to pray for you to receive Jesus or come back. Are you ready? You know who you are. You ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Lord, I pray you would come into people's lives or in, back into their lives with your fire and your, your forgiveness and your goodness and your power and your grace. Oh, your love all over them, Lord. I pray they would follow you with all of their hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, reignite, reignite this month together in Jesus' name. God bless you.